0: All right, we're going to go on now in chapter 14. We're going slowly because it's so rich and it's talking about reality. You know, we're not trying to study scripture, we're trying to understand reality. And this is helping us, you see. And the way to know reality, keep my commandments. But I'm not a general by the left arm, Hank, arch, no. I'll tell you what to do. And if you learn, and that's my spirit talking in you, if you learn to do that, you will walk on a straight path. And I will show myself to you. Guaranteed promise. And I can tell you, I know the day that the Lord made that promise to me. And I said, I will obey you no matter what. I want to have you show yourself to me. So I started. And that's what I say, my whole life changed and he did show himself and he still does and that is for everybody it's here in the text it's not a private revelation it's here for everybody okay uh, so so Judas not the Iscariot said to him Lord what happens that you are going to show yourself to us but not to the world question you got to listen close to the answer Jesus answered and said to him I was going to answer this question how come you're going to show yourself to us and not to the world and the answer if anybody loves me he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our abode with him so how does that answer the question Anybody, you see, uh, who uh, keeps my word is no longer world. Pretty simple. The world opposes me, persecutes my followers, wants to start a world government, wants to be rich, wants to be powerful. Well, they don't follow what I'm teaching them is the way to an eternal life that makes total and complete sense forever in heaven. If you want that life, you see, then uh, you've got to keep my word. If you don't keep my word, or put it the other way around, those who don't keep my word are the world. And so the explanation is not that I don't show myself to the world, it's that I can't. The world wouldn't pick it up. If anybody in the world wants me to show myself to them and have the Father and I come and dwell with him, just do what I tell you. That's all. I'm giving you all this, you see, so that you will have my joy and, and your joy may be complete in my joy. That's why I'm doing this. So you can start by just picking up the New Testament and reading it. What does Jesus say to do? And little by little you get aware of him telling you things. And you get to know that it's Jesus. Just like, pick up the phone, hello, the other person says hello, you know, right away it's your friend. You know that voice. You know it. And so, you get to know that voice. And so, and it can be simple things. You're, somebody insulted you or made a fun of you and you're mad. And the Lord said, forgive him. Like right now, forgive him. So you gulp and forgive him. That's doing what he says. So there's the big commandments, the Ten Commandments, all the other commandments, but these little impulses during the day, you know? Uh, You got two bucks in your pocket, and a a beggar comes who really needs money, and you give him one of them. Do you know when you die, the Lord is going to say, I was poor, and you gave me half of what you had? You know that? You see? It's important that we do this. In fact, there's a lovely article just out showing that almsgiving has always been, starting with the Old Testament, the way to purify yourself of sin. It takes the place of purgatory if you do enough of it. Now, you don't have to do enough of it, you know, like $80 million worth to get me out of purgatory. No, it's not the worth, it's the generosity. That matters, you see. I was reading that the other day. Oh, I think, thanks be to God, I give money to the poor quite a bit when I can. And so, not all my sins are forgiven, but I'm on the right track, you see. And so, you'll keep my word, and my father will love him. Do you know what it's like to have the father love you and know that he loves you and loves to love you? That's a promise. And it isn't, well, I kept his word, so I guess the Father must love me. No. You keep his word, and you obey, and one day you will know. Because the Father will show you how much he loves you. You see? And we will come, and we'll have our abode with him. Now, the one who doesn't love me doesn't keep my word. Now, is this so hard well, I mean, it could be hard if he says, I want you to get martyred. But if he does it, we have the idea that Jesus is like a boss. And the boss is saying, work overtime tonight. i got to work. The boss isn't saying, if you love me, work overtime tonight. In other words, my words to you are the way you are going to be with me forever. They all come from love. Even the hard ones come from love. So you can say, Lord, man, this is tough, but I know you love me, and I'm going to do it, whatever. Forgive, give up something, give away something, or just get time at least a half hour a day for prayer. Every day. Why? Why? Because how are you going to hear what the Lord's telling you to do if you're not talking to him? Pretty simple, right? Don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure that one out. Prayer, between a half hour and an hour, depending on your state in life, is minimal equipment for survival in our culture. Otherwise, you'll be blown away. And you won't know. You won't hear the Lord say, turn that radio off. Turn that TV off. Put down that trash and read this. You know, you won't hear him. Okay. Now, we're going to have the second of these five paraclete promises, okay? Uh, It's a new section in the Gospel, starting with verse 25. I have said all this to you, remaining with you. But the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you everything and remind you of everything I ever said to you. Isn't that beautiful? The Holy Spirit will remind us. You must have had that happen, right? Somebody offends you and you get so mad and then you remember, whoop, i got to forgive. Where do you think that came from? The Holy Spirit. It isn't that he types up the gospel and shows it to you here, this is what he says. You just know it. You just know it. And the more you pray, the more you know. And the more sensitive you are to what the Lord wants. Guaranteed. Is that a privilege? Oh my goodness, huh? So if somebody says, do you talk to God? Yes, I talk to God. Does God talk to you? Of course he talks to me. He loves me infinitely. He wants to guide me to eternal life. And I'm so stupid and dumb and weak. If he did not, never get there. And so, of course he does, you see. The Holy Spirit will bring all these things, you see. Uh, teach you all things. And remind you of everything I said. That's his role. You know, we have this beautiful text in the first letter of John where you have the, uh, uh, the roles of the... The, the logos itself uh, I'm going to start with chapter 5 verse 5 but the, the verse I want is 6 and uh, 7 or maybe just 6 who is the one who conquers the world what does it mean to conquer the world not to give in to all its aberrations whether because of pleasure or fear, or insult. I don't want to stand out. Everybody else is swiping from the company. You know? You see? You see? So it says, who is the one, you see, who conquers the world? The one who believes is Jesus, is the Son of God. You believe that, and you are master of the world. The world cannot frighten you, cannot force you, you just hang on to that faith, and you can go right through anything. And the Spirit will be there with you, as Jesus promised. Okay, so this is the one, uh, who came. Now, it's a description of Jesus, hoelton, the caming one. We don't have that past participle, but if we did, it would be Jesus would be called the caming one through water and blood, Jesus Christ, not in water alone, his baptism, but in water and blood, his passion. He came, he dedicated himself to his passion at the baptism, and he completed it at the cross. You see? Jesus Christ. And he's the coming one, because coming means to accomplish this. And it says then, you see, uh, and the Spirit is the one bearing witness. That's in the present tests. The coming One, we don't have that form, but this is what it means He came. But the Spirit is the one bearing witness. The Spirit's action is to make all that real to us right now, to grasp it, to see it. So it's not just a theorem or a fact from the past, it's a living reality to us right now. And that's the work of the Holy Spirit, to make all those things. Happen. That's what it means when it says here, and He will remind you of everything I ever said. It'll be real to you. Isn't that beautiful? And so you say, "Man, I want that." Okay. Uh, then just do what I tell you. I've spoken all these things with you. Remaining, the Parakletos, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you everything and remind you of everything I ever said. You see? Isn't that beautiful? And then it goes on. I leave you peace. My peace I give you. Not like the world do I give it to you. Don't be um, disturbed in your heart, which is the way chapter 14 begins, nor concerned you heard me say to you that I go and come to you. If you loved me, you'd rejoice. I didn't just say, I'm going. I said, I'm going and coming back. When? Well, at the end of the world, for sure. Every time you receive the Eucharist and every time you turn to me in prayer, you're sitting on the bus and you start to turn to me in prayer, I come to you. I promise I do. And I will protect you guide you, enlighten you, and rejoice you, because I love you. And I want you to be my disciple, and I want you to be able to help other people come to know me. You see? Uh, And so, I go and I come. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I go to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. And now that I have said this to you before it happens, so that when it does happen, you may believe. What does that mean? Jesus, I haven't been aware of your presence for three days. I'm tired. I'm, I'm uh, frightened. I've got stuff to do I can't do, and so forth. Okay? You seem to be absent. But I know you're not. And I tell you right now, Jesus, because I love you and I trust you, I know you are with me. Amen.